Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you for a bright new morning. We thank you, Lord, that you are here with us, that you do not shut the door on us, but you are always willing to welcome us every time we seek you. You say, ask and you shall receive, but seek and you shall find. And when we knock, that door is open. When you pay attention to each of us individually, personal attention. We thank you, Father, that you hear the cry of our hearts and you pour your spirit into us. So that when we are one with that spirit in our prayer, the heavens above us are open. And you grant us the revelation, the wisdom, the understanding that will take us to the next level. And you taught us the law of beginnings yesterday. How we can make a start when the word and the spirit come together. Today you shall teach us something new further. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to be with you and be blessed by you this morning. That which helps us go through the rest of our day knowing that you are with us. And that same peace and joy, Lord, that you pour into our hearts now, we share with all those that are part of this prayer meeting, this praying family called by your name, with all those for whom prayers have been requested here and all those that have no one to pray for them, with all Christians that do not know you personally and with all those that do not want to know you. That their hearts be quickened their eyes be opened to see you and the steps be turned towards you, Father. Draw them near. As we make our prayer, we call on your name. Understanding who you are and recognizing, acknowledging your presence in this prayer. The one who is the lifter of men and is ever faithful, the great I am, who will never leave us, but is there with us even unto the end of time. He is the preserver of men. The Elohim Adonai, the Lord of Lords. And we pray in the name of his son, Jesus. The one who points us to that father, the one who is the way to him. There is no other name given under heaven by which we must be saved. And it is he who gave all of himself for us. Did not hold back. Did not escape, but became human like us. To undergo our suffering and our punishment that we might gain salvation. He is our daily bread. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the same spirit that made all of that possible through him. Now give strength to our body, our mortal body, that we might be quickened as well. And when we draw near to the father and are filled by his spirit, we fall exactly within where his plan is. Plans to prosper us to give us an expected end, to step towards abundance and then towards dominion. Father, we thank you that you have blessed us with your word and your spirit. You have blessed us with the gift of prayer. You have blessed us with family, with friends who love us and care about us. Also with angels and with destiny helpers that are here by our side, standing with us in our times of difficulty, ever willing to help when we understand how to command that help. 
We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies. That your hand is not short to save us. You are able to make every grace abound towards us. So that when we call upon our shepherd, the source, our father, who is in heaven, and when we ask for his kingdom to come in our life, then as your word in Psalm 23 says, we shall lack nothing. We thank you, Father. Then as we get into our reflection today, we shall touch upon the second law, the second spiritual law that we want to cover. And this one is the law of the seed. And Jesus gave us a parable of the sower, which we will touch upon later as well. But the law of the seed is this. And it says, the seed knows what to do. The seed knows what to do. Which in another way, in our modern language, we could say it's pre-programmed. Genesis 1 verse 12 says, as part of creation, the land produced plant-bearing seed according to their own kind. And trees bearing fruits with the seed in it, according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good. That is the most important part. He saw that it was good, which means he endorsed what he saw. And in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 38, in fact, I'd encourage everyone to read verse 38 to verse 35 to about 45 which talks about spiritual seed, how God transforms its body. But here in verse 38, we see that each kind of seed, for each kind of seed, God gives it its own body. So when you look at it spiritually, he has pre-programmed each type of seed with what it must do. Now let's look at the parable of a man who sowed his seed. That's in Mark chapter 4, verse 26 to 29. And I'll read it out. It says, so is the kingdom of God as if a man should cast seed into the ground and should sleep and rise night and day. And the seed should spring and grow up. He knows not how. For the earth brings forth fruit for, of herself. First the blade, then the ear, after that the full corn in the ear. But the fruit is brought forth. And, but when the fruit is brought forth, immediately he puts in the sickle because the harvest is come. Wow. The seed did it on its own. It says the man slept and he rose night and day. The plant kept growing. The man may have watered it, but it grew into a plant, into the kind of plant it should be on its own. The seed knows what to do. Then to a stage where it bore fruit. That came in stages, step by step. First the blade, then the ear, and then the full corn in the ear. So miracles are not fast food type. They are not drive-through where you speak a word and it happens there and then. Sometimes they can take time. 
in short when you see this the blade the ear and then the full corn in the ear it means there is a process there are steps involved and at every step we need to hold on to our faith and it is that faith which in this examples in the parable here the earth that you might refer to it brought says it brought forth fruit so here jesus taught his disciples that the kingdom of god is like a man that casts seed into the ground and that seed knows what to do that means that once you receive a revelation which in our case now the seed is the word that seed of his word is fast at work and it cannot fail it knows what to do it is pre-programmed this means that you don't have to figure out how that word works but you need to carry some understanding of how to apply the word and that is where faith comes in so that when we speak it we speak with faith not with our human understanding and at times god gives divine revelation of how and what that means where it is connected to in the old testament and the new testament so that you are across the ordinance or the promise or the principle that is involved in it then your understanding of it improves even further now you reach a stage where you can reuse that same seed in multiple places keep sowing and each time it will not just be a once off breakthrough it will be each time you will get the same result the same outcome the same manifestation because that seed knows what to do but now you do as well so he says have faith the rest is already figured out and pre-programmed in it when you speak it but what do we do most of the time we doubt the seed and if that is you and i did it as well because we look with physical eyes not spiritual eyes it is time that we renew our mind to trust the seed the word and all you have to do is go about your business like this parable go about your business but in faith and the seed will do what it was designed to do to grow and produce that harvest that manifestation that you have prayed with it and that is not any harvest it is not a random harvest it's not like you are sowing apples and you will get mangoes but it will be the harvest that is specific to the kind of seed that you have sowed very specific so when the seed is financial seed the harvest has to be financial although if you read 1 corinthians 15 there in that passage that i referred to earlier there are times where you can sow one kind and get another harvest as well because god gives it a body according that pleases him he is able to take your financial seed and give you health as well you can do a business with him that goes even further in depth about what a seed can be pre-programmed to do but for now we just focus on it's not any harvest but the specific kind of harvest that you are sowing for that seed that word you received in revelation and you spoke it and now that's where the parable of the sower becomes important for the depth of its meaning the seed is ready but it needs our faith to germinate now you look at the parable we spoke about in mark earlier 
And we have this parable of the sower here now. He sowed on four different kinds of soil. The seed is ready to germinate, but it needs our faith to germinate and to grow and produce a harvest. So the question is, are we ready for that seed to manifest its miracle in our lives? Is your faith ready to be tested there? Is the faith we supply like the rocky ground in that parable? Or is it like the thorns and thistles that will choke the seed? Or is it like the fertile ground? Each of us must answer this in our own personal place of prayer. And then, if you look further at where we started from Genesis 1 verse 12, it says, when God spoke creation, the land produced plant-bearing seed according to their kind. But now I'll stress on the second part. Trees bearing fruit with seed in it according to their kind. So when you have sown a seed and you have prayed and it brings its harvest, within that harvest will come the next seed that you can sow again. Now, When you look at this, against the spiritual law that was given to Noah in Genesis 8 verse 22, he says, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest will always be there. So you can repeat that sowing and cycle if you know and understand this process of how it works in a cycle and you put that seed that comes within your fruit, within your manifestation aside, you can sow it again and get another harvest. I hope when we, when we meditate on that in a spiritual context and we look at it with our own lives, we start looking for that seed in the harvest that comes to us, not just financially, but in every aspect and every seed we have sown with the word, whether we pray for health, whether we pray for relationships, we look for the seed in the harvest that comes and we sow that seed again so we are able to call in another harvest and keep that going on a cyclical basis. Remembering at all times the law of the seed, which says the seed knows what to do. It is our job to sow it in faith. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that this principle opens our eyes to a whole new world and a new way of looking at our prayer life. A new way of looking at how we can employ your principles that you give us in our prayer life. To call in our harvest on a repeated basis. So that when you assign seasons to us, we are able to make that season count for our lives, not only in the physical, but we prosper spiritually as well in the same way as we prosper physically and we make it count for the kingdom, for the glory of God. We ask for that edification in our spirit today. As we pray for spiritual edification, we pray also for our physical and temporal needs, for all the requests mentioned on the group. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease today. We pray for all those that are hospitalized, will undergo procedures. For all families that are embattled, that are undergoing any kind of separation or division, the enemy seeks to steal from them. We pray for all those that are battling financial challenges and joblessness. 
for all those that are kept yoked to the ground by any kind of strongholds. We pray also for our own personal needs, especially those members of our families and friends that have not yet been saved. Quicken them, O Father, and they shall call on your name and be delivered. And as we pray for all of these needs, Lord, for edification and for growth, we cover every person that we have prayed for and every petition that we have raised at this altar by your precious blood, Jesus, so that your advocacy takes over their cause. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, from sin, from danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and all kinds of natural disaster. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. And as we raise our prayer at your altar, Father, we thank you that you have heard us that you always hear us and when we release our faith and make this our prayer of agreement with your Holy Spirit and with each other, as we pray in the Spirit, we believe, Lord, in our hearts and we receive in accordance with your word. That prayer must be an answered prayer and we insist on it. We do not accept any other outcome. We hold on to our faith. I encourage all those that can pray in tongues to unmute and to join in those that are praying for the gift of tongues to release their tongue and their faith, unmute your mic. Let the Holy Spirit see that step, that leap of faith, pushing yourself into the uncomfortable zone and let him touch your tongue and bless. Let us now make our prayer of agreement in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Ticket, 
Sandra Cadetia, 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 Sandra Cadetia,
The scripture that's been placed on my heart this morning is from 1 Peter 1, 23 to 25. You have been born anew, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, through the living and abiding word of God. For all flesh is like grass, and all its glory like the flower of grass. The grass withers, and the flower fails, falls, but the word of the Lord abides forever. That word is the good news which was preached to you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture shared in the chat as well. This one is from 2 Timothy 1, verse 9, where it is written, Who saved us and called us to a holy calling, not because of our works, but because of his own purpose and grace, which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the ages began. He's talking about God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Before we conclude, just an update on the healing session that was planned for this Saturday. Unfortunately, the, the preacher that we had invited to conduct that heal, teaching on healing and a healing session herself has not been too well. She's under tremendous spiritual attack. I encourage and request all of you to please pray for her as well. Her name is Charlene. So this Saturday's session will be postponed to maybe two or three weeks later when she's completely well. She will do it for us, she has promised. But we shall just pray for her complete recovery. Also an update on the Bible study session for this Friday. The topic is basic kingdom principles for prayer. And we will learn the concept of the kingdom and how to pray with a kingdom mindset. We shall share this message along with links for people to join on Zoom and on YouTube later this morning. 
on our telegram group please share that message with your family and friends and make sure at least one new person comes to that session that their eyes are open to a new way of praying and they are able to see a new dimension of answered prayer in their life as well and let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our lord jesus christ and his favor that chases and overtakes us when we walk according to his will let that be multiplied in our lives this day so that as we are blessed let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of jesus and for his glory be blessed and have a wonderful day everyone thank, thank you so god bless everyone god bless everyone Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit.